no, they did another YKS. Look out, here comes another YKS. Time to find out why YKS. Sit down and listen to Mike and JF. Oh no, they did another YKS. Now you gotta hear another YKS. Time to find out why YKS. Put your headphones on, it's YKS. Hey guys, JF here. So this is this is kind of neat. Uh, what we decided to do with this was initially we wanted to make this uh, a Patreon only YKS premium exclusive episode interview with Nick Weiger, but uh, we're not doing that. What we're actually doing, we're going to do is we're releasing this to the regular feed. So that's why you're hearing it right now. Um, and the reason we did this was number one, this episode was a freaking banger. Nick brings the high heat. Um, Mike is there, and he's got some of his best stuff of the year, I think. Um, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn, but yeah, I guess you could say I'm sort of like, I'm carrying the whole, I'm putting the whole team on my back on this one. Um, so it's a great episode from top to bottom, and there's actually not even like a dull point in the whole episode. So that's, so that's reason number one. Uh, and actually maybe the only reason if you think about it. But there is sort of like another uh, slightly different, smaller reason why we decided to do it this way is because uh, we forgot to do another um, regular episode. So, uh, but between those two things, um, that's why we're putting this one out uh, right now on the main feed. So, you know, regular listeners are going to hear this and go, wait, where's the freaking six pack? Which I don't know what it is still. Uh, well, so there's not one. Um, some people are going to say, wait a minute, aren't they going to read my letters and I'm going to hear the great song? That sounds like a normal song that someone would make and not not just some little piece of turd somebody slapped together um, at the last minute uh, like a year and a half ago and then got stuck with it. Uh, no, you're, so you're not going to hear that either. It's just gonna, This is going to be a straight-up interview with the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Nick Weiger. It's, it's really great. I don't want to keep you from listening to it uh, anymore. I'm going to give you a quick three seconds to absorb this info first. And I think you should probably uh, have it by now. So, anyways, uh, this won't disrupt YKS Premium. We've got a great one coming this week. Carl Tart is on it. Uh, so that'll still show up on Thursday. Uh, but for now, uh, take a listen. This is uh, YKS with Nick Weiger. Welcome, everybody, to YKS Premium. Jesse uh, Farrar here with Mike Hale. Behind the paywall, um, one thing you could say, there's you could do a couple different things on walls right now, right? Mm-hmm. You could do Winter is Coming because Game of Thrones is coming up. There's something we could talk about, and I don't know how much you want to get into that this episode, Game of Thrones. I think that's, and that's, then the, you, that's the amount okay. of, we needed to get into it. And then the other thing you could do is the Donald Trump wall. I would love to talk about that. And do you want to talk about that a little bit more as we get into this? <clears throat> you had some pros you wanted to lay out, and I was going to be – I had the cons. Well, I was just going to say it creates jobs, but it sounds like you're not receptive to improving the economy, which is fine. That's your prerogative. <laughs> uh, we're still here on your birthday. We kind of try to knock out a regular and a premium one in the same day, sort of just like a – just from me being the boss of the podcast, I like to get the work done when the employees are going to show up and be here. Uh-huh. And you're sort of my employee. Yeah. Not legally speaking, so if my accountant is listening, it's More not of like, like a uh, – it's understood. Yeah. 
that I'm your subordinate. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's right. It's sort of a dom-sub relationship that we have, <laughs> but in the workplace, which I think is fun to be able to do. Um, we got the big game on as well, but forget big game. We've got a big guest. Mm-hmm. Did you like that? No. Okay. Uh, you do one. Hey, speaking of the big game, Jesse, we have we also have a big guest. It's Nick Weiger. I liked yours better. Hello, the, Nick. Of the Doughboys and this other stuff. Hi, guys. Yeah, I mean, indisputably a punch-up from Mike there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of took your, you know, bland idea and gave it some pizzazz. <laughs> really nice. Yeah, that was good. Um, how are you doing, Nick? Thank you for spending uh, a little bit of your Sunday with us. Uh, I am thrilled to, to be on the show, and I just I just want to give a – first of all, happy birthday, Mike. It's your actual birthday today? That's correct. Rock on, man. 30, 35 years ago today, my parents sat down. Yeah. And my, I think my dad was on the bottom. My mom was on the top. Yep. My dad had his hard cock out. My mom, <laughs> my mom's pussy was wet. And she sat on, she sat on top of my dad. Yes. And uh, my dad <laughs> ejaculated some semen up inside yep. of her. The egg went right through. Uh, to, or the sperm went right to the egg, and as far as, the, or maybe it's the other way around. I, I, look, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't know. It was a long time ago. How do you remember? Uh, and then I came out. Yeah, and we're so glad that he did. You know. Yeah. Isn't and you cool? said thir- you, it's very cool. And you said thirty-five years ago today. Uh huh. So you were you were conceived on the <laughs> like the same day you were born. Is that? Yeah. The- well, you, tur- you I thought you turned. Was it a year-long pre- pregnancy? My dad had some incredible sperm. Okay. <laughs> so you're 35 today. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were turning 34. No. Okay, so <laughs> I, so I was being more charitable and giving you the benefit of the doubt and saying uh-huh. you you went back a year to give yourself that year of coming and then mm-hmm. gestating. But you're but like Nick's pointing out, you went right to the actual day. I don't know how any of it happened, okay? okay? I didn't pay attention. And you have a school. son as well. Yeah. So. So. Anyways, that's good. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> kind of just spawned instantly. Yeah, he did. Kind of a respawn situation. It's like in an FPS. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Nick, it's so nice to have you here <laughs> on the show. This is your first time on the show. Is that correct, Nick? You've never been on the show before? That's correct. It's my I, first time here behind, behind the paywall. Uh, love, what were you saying, Jesse? I, would, I love being the kind of show that doesn't have guests at all and then asking guests if it's their first time on the show. <laughs> That's a really good gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking psycho. Now, Nick, you've never been here before. Is that correct? <laughs> That's really good. I like that a lot. Um, but you, Nick, you guys you guys fucking have guests all the fucking time on Doughboys. So this is, this is no big deal to you. This is just same old shit, different day for you. Yeah, just another day. I mean, it's always a little bit of a role reversal being in the guest chair as opposed to the host chair. Yeah. Uh, so that's a little, that's a little different. Um, and also, you know, we're recording... Uh, via Discord, or, mm-hmm. or rather, we're using the Discord app to to communicate, um, and uh, that that's different because usually most of my podcast appearances are IRL. I'm just sort of sitting down with some people in the same room, like you guys are with each other. Yeah, but it's like he might as well not even be here. Honestly, I'm just like miles away, he's you know? miles away. He <laughs> he should be calling in too. This is not even. This is just for show. We just got together to eat a burger, and then we're like, "Well, you're here. I guess we'll we'll fuck." You guys up. don't. You guys don't. It's it's like interesting to look at your dynamic because I I'm not on on camera, but I see a, your guys' video feed, and you actually aren't making eye contact. Like you're you're facing kind of the same direction. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Even though you're having a conversation with each other, you're like it, looking in opposite directions. I think I think six or eight months ago, uh, since we started the podcast up until about six or eight months ago, we were sitting – I was sitting uh, in this chair and Jesse was sitting directly in front of me on my lap and I was holding him <laughs> like this. That's Interesting. Right. Okay. And, uh, that's how we would record. Yeah. And then we decided, yeah. hey, why don't we have one guy facing the microphone also? Yeah, it could be cool. We got we got we scrounged up the money to get one extra mic, and then I think we just took off like a rocket yeah. ship after after that. <laughs> it was a big improvement to our workflow, you know. No, but we now, are... just to clarify, you you said one extra mic, but also uh your name is Mike, yeah. so I just want to okay. like. You, you meant a microphone. I should have said two extra mics because we didn't okay. have any microphones at all. It was just me. oh wow, we were talking into that's each a, other's mouths. <laughs> that's a challenge for a podcast. It's hard to build an audience that way. Tell me about it. You should see the numbers. Good lord. Um, yeah, so podcasting it's bullshit, um, and we're stuck doing it forever now. Of course, right? Right. Yeah, um, that's it's a trap. Yeah, I think everyone feels the same way. You get you get into it for. I, I actually don't even know why you start doing it, but then you start <laughs> doing it, and then it becomes a source of income, and then you keep doing it because what are you going to do? Are you going to stop? Are you going to turn that faucet off? No. Why would you do that? No. And this is what I I really do think about this from time to time. Um, like, what is the next thing? And and you guys have. I mean, I know. Look, I'm not gonna. I don't want to rip the bandaid off. You guys have had some dalliances with what the next step of a podcast might be um and you generally you spill something there and then it goes awry i think generally is how that works um, yeah i yeah i mean you're referring to me my, my my predilection for uh for spilling beverages which i've done in some consequential meetings right. uh we yeah we had we came close to having a doughboys tv show on netflix um and then it didn't it fell apart and then it's probably just not going to happen anywhere uh but it was uh, – I also, too, like, does that work? Like, did, did people watch Marin on, on IFC? Do, do, are there any – I guess Jesus and Miro is the one where it's like, okay, this is a podcast that turned into a TV show that people like, but I can't think of other examples. I think it's because you're thinking about it. What's, what's been helpful for me, and I don't know about Mike, because he has a real job. Um, right. So for me to help justify why this is something I spend so much time on – or why, like, as an adult, I should be able to say that this is what my job is with, like, any, like, measure of confidence, you know? Um, yes. Is, like, it's not what we're actually uh, doing. That's not the thing that people like. And if, now, if this is wrong, please send me an email and tell me this is wrong because this is my misapprehension that I'm under that you don't care about what we talk about during the yeah. show. It's just that we're hanging out and talking to each other. I think that's what people sure. like. <clears throat> so they buy into that part of it. So... Is the Doughboy show on TV, that's not interesting because it's like, they're finally going to do McDonald's. Like, we can't wait to see if Nick likes the fucking McChicken or whatever. It's, uh -huh. it's more just like, wow, we've heard Nick for three years, and we like him and Mitch rolling with the punches together. And what if they did it in fucking Korea? Like, wouldn't that be cool to see them doing their their shtick over there with like a big budget and doing whatever they want? I think that's that's what people would like about it, you know. That would be very yeah, I guess so. Very cool. Yeah, go on. It would be cool. I would watch the shit out of it. And, and to answer your question, no, I don't watch Marin. I have no interest <laughs> in Jesus and Mero, although I'm sure they're nice guys. I just don't, I don't want to watch any of that stuff. Um, but I would watch. It would be like a. It would be like, well, what is that show, where, the Ricky Gervais show, where he takes his stupid friend and shows him different oh, things yeah. in the world? It would be like that, except for with two of the stupid friends. And I, 
That's what I would like about it, you know? <laughs> an idiot an idiot abroad is the show, right? Yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah, two Carl idiots Milton abroad. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we – and by the way, I'm, I'm watching my levels as I'm recording here on Audacity, and I worry I might be peaking at times. So I apologize if you have to deal with that in, in the post-production. Oh, that's um, very considerate of you. No, I think you're you're looking great. Okay, great. I'll try not to go too hot here. Uh, sometimes <laughs> I can, I can, you know, get a little vocal. Uh, so yeah, I, I think the. It, it, so our pitch was basically we talked we talked about this on on the Doughboys uh, uh, premium episode a little bit on our Doughboys double, which was our pitch was basically we would go to a town and we would have a local chain there. So like a, or sorry, not lo- local chain, a local restaurant, a local favorite. And then if we went, and then we would also have a chain that originated in the town or had some connection to the town. Right. So for instance, so for our pilot presentation that we shot and that Netflix went, went gaga over uh, and then later rescinded the offer uh, because of a change in who was the head of reality there. Um, basically they, we had a, we went to a local Mexican restaurant in LA. That's kind of a beloved sort of local haunt. And then we also went to Taco Bell and we just sort of did a compare and contrast. And we also did some of that, you know, food networky shit of like, we went in the kitchen with the guy and the chef and had him prepare his dish or whatever. And yeah. Fuck. And, and then a lot of it was just us eating and us talking to each other. I don't, to me, it was unwatchable, uh, <laughs> but people liked it. People enjoyed it, and hmm. it it seemed like it got us some meetings, and then ultimately didn't go anywhere. And I'm, I'm realizing am I talking about this? Like I think this was twenty, God, twenty sixteen, maybe twenty seventeen. Sound twenty? It's it's like it's a couple of years ago at this point. It's a couple of years removed, and we haven't really been following up on that uh, since then. Yeah, just not even sending the emails out or anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> are, are are you able to to shop that around, or are they do they have like ex- exclusive rights to that, or what? What's the process there? So Netflix doesn't have any rights to it anymore, but we had a uh, we we shot the pilot presentation with a production company um, called Ample, who made Undercover Boss, and they were uh, you know we, we're no longer working with them, and they own that because they paid for it. Uh, so okay. the video, the piece of video, we can't do anything with. Um, but the concept we own free and clear could be worse, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it could be worse. You I could... mean, what? Like at the end, who? I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm not too torn up about it because, like, I also too just didn't even like want to do it. Yeah. So like, it wasn't, and I wasn't trying to sabotage it. People think I was trying to sabotage it, but I wasn't. Oh. Uh, I've sabotaged things before. I know how to sabotage something. This was <laughs> like I tried my best. Yeah. Um, and uh, it it just didn't happen. So here we are. Well, but yeah, it could could absolutely be worse. I, you know, I like that's what I think about. I was like the next, the next. You t- you said turn like turn the the hose off, like as far as the Patreon stuff goes. Yeah. And uh, first of all, great problem to have. No one's saying it's not a good problem to have. Right. Um, I, I don't want to get into a Jack Allison thing where it's like people <laughs> excoriating me for, uh, <laughs> for like uh, right. being able to pay my bills or something, but um. It's uh, it's it's not that I always I just think about like in the in the podcast world, the network versus the not network is what's really weird right now because yes, they're the independent podcasts. You know, I think Ycast is among them that's doing well. One of the biggest, I think. Well, I mean, we're in the top forty-three. You know, and this is good. That's good. Yeah, and, of forty-three. Well, so, <laughs> <laughs> but. 
But then, so there's That's good though. That is good. There's that, right? And then there are the so then there's the the network ones, of course, like Earwolf right. being the biggest network. Where from what from what I understand, it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna monetize your show, you got to do it. You got to do it some other way or whatever. Because the the people who are on Earwolf that then go to Patreon to get like a direct source of revenue for their show end up having to do a different show altogether, right? Right. Yeah, because the network owns that. The network owns that. And they Airwolf in particular, right? Uh, who I have no, I have no beef with, and and you know uh, have have done stuff with Airwolf in the past and may do stuff in the future. Yeah. Um, but they have they just their business model is they have their own premium service, and right. so podcasters cannot have their own Patreons. Right. Uh, so yeah, I I think the issue with joining a network is. I mean, I'd, I'd recommend it if you're willing to run ads because it, it's just like people are listening. There will always be free listeners to your show unless the show is fully paywalled. Mm-hmm. And that's a way to get some, uh, you know, uh, to, to get paid a little bit from the people who are listening for free. And people are, people also expect to hear ads when they listen to podcasts. So it's not yeah. like there's any – you don't look like a sellout for doing it. But uh, the issue is that the money for ads is not – great and also it takes several quarters for it to be paid right um so it's like it's not like a sort of thing of like patreon it can be reliable if you're especially if you're a smaller creator it's like okay this is the source of income that comes every month that i'm kind of expecting to have and that maybe i need to pay for my expenses um whereas with an ad it's 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 a lot less predictable you you may record an ad in march and it may run on your episode in april and then you're not getting paid till like next june yeah yeah, I just think like, like long term, I don't know what because people aren't going to stop making podcasts, right? They're going to st- keep doing them. Um, yeah, the the revenue for getting paid for doing that has been established like a long ass time ago. We all know what you're supposed to do if you want to do this for a living or like a semi living. You go on the Patreon and then you see what happens. But at a certain point, you get you get too many people interested in it that going to a network is going to be weird because then you got to, like, carve out, like, look, I'm still getting my shit over here. You're not taking my shit, you know? Um, right. And then the and then the networks on the other end want their their podcast to stay there. But as we get more and more podcasts, it's going to look like a cable subscription, which is, like, that's the whole, that's right. the thing with TV now, too, is, like, the, and I sound like I'm four million years old. Yeah. You do, but the, all the streaming services are now adding up to what just, sort of looks it's like reinventing it, cable now. It's the same shit, except for it's worse. There's too many choices. Cable was uh, not better. enough good stuff. Was okay. Was cable not better? <laughs> Wasn't it better? I'm going back to TV. I'm just you fucking compare it to like because <laughs> like I sit down and I'm like, oh, I don't even want to fucking think about what I'm watching because I want to be on the computer like chatting or like doing an e- reading emails whatever. And with cable, you would turn on the cable box, and you'd just flip until something yeah. flashy enough came up on the screen, and then you'd put it down and then do your business. But now you got to fucking pick what you want to watch. It's a yeah. nightmare. I was scrolling through Netflix the other day. I, I don't use Netflix. I think it's uh, entirely unusable it is as bad. a service. It is bad. You have these uh, fucking blaring autoplay ads. Now, unless they're right. interested in a pilot of the YKS and show— then- where we go around to – what we would do is we would go around yeah. to little towns, right? Yes. And we would we would eat at the uh, restaurant in the town. The place that the town loves, right, <laughs> is what we would do. That's our pilot. Right. That's our – that's where the money for, is. For our Kickstarter show. <laughs> this uh, – and, you know, I, I don't 
it, it, you know, I, I have every reason to think that you guys came up with this independently, but it does sound a lot like what I just described uh, as the Doughboys pilot. So I just, huh. you know, I'd just be worried about people thinking there's overlap. Well, but no, no, but here's the difference. So in your show, there's a guy who's like sort of disinterested mm-hmm. with what's going on. Right. Um, and kind of a flake type of guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there's a sort of uh, really like tightly wound up guy who uh, feels like he does a lot of the work and gets angry about stuff a lot. Got it. Okay. So I think that's maybe the one difference between our show and your show. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that, that distinguishes things a, a little bit. And there's two white guys um, as well. Did I say that? Two white. Okay, that's yeah, that's huge. Okay, that that really sets you apart. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I know what you mean because I, I was thinking through because you know we have Directv here. What's your what's your uh, cable service? I don't have one, Mike. You tried one for a second, but you don't you don't have it anymore, right? Wait, yeah. but you got the you got the game on behind you. What are you streaming that on? You know what's fucked? So this is this. I'm a millennial, dude. I'm a millennial. So okay. Uh, what I did was, like I told you earlier, I'm in the basement here. Right. So what I would love is to have an antenna that I could pick up the uh, Fox and CBS. But being in the basement and having concrete on two sides here, I'm not able to get it in this room. So yeah. I actually did the really insane thing of paying for CBS All Access. Oh, wow. The Star Trek. It's essentially for Star Trek, right? Right. But it also gets the local station. So that's how I'm watching CBS. This one is on Fox, and I just use my in-laws cable login for this, which is like that's dog shit, but that is that's what I'm doing. If it works, yeah, cuz I actually, you know, cuz like I was saying, we have DirecTV and it's it's too much money. And yeah. I'm thinking of I mean, we're going to discontinue it cuz it's just absurd. But I was like, oh, "Okay, well then I'll I'll get some I've got Netflix, we've got Hulu." You know, I'll get like I'll get like YouTube TV or whatever. I'll get something like that. But then when you start to look at all the different things that you could throw on there, you got all yeah. of a sudden you're paying for ESPN Plus and NBA League Pass and uh, Amazon Prime. I guess if you got Amazon, you got that in there. You got yes. Crackle. I, uh, you're, now you're Play. you're speaking mm-hmm. my language. You're talking Crackle Voodoo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, my voodoo. If, I look at the end of the month on on Mint, the thing it shows you how all your and this is this is brought to you by Mint. That when I look and see how much money I spend every month, number one is food, right? Uh-huh. Number two is utilities. Number three, with a bullet, always voodoo. Yeah, my voodoo wow, budget voodoo. is through the. I'm renting movies right. for two ninety nine, like it's going out of style. I can't get enough. Yeah. You know, and then you get your specialty services. You know, your crunchy rolls for anime. Yes. Your uh, your scream box. Oh for, yeah, uh, horror. I it, mean, you got it, it. Just keeps adding up. Yeah, you got to, and then, and then, I mean, and maybe you don't have this problem because you're sort of the big wig, so you're not you're not engaging with this. But on our low level, we've got all the damn, uh, the fucking, uh, the, all the Patreon, all the independent shows that you like listening to. Like hell, I don't know, Doughboys. I mean, that's taking a big right. chunk out of my paycheck. Mm-hmm. A mine, big chunk. Mine too. <laughs> Huge chunk. <laughs> are you getting? Well, this is. I'm realizing. Are you the guys who uh, are uh, contributing at the uh, the non-existent fifteen hundred dollar a month level? <laughs> well, look. We just think we believe in what you're doing over there. Yeah, I, I just think it's it's. I mean, we, thank you very much, and it's super generous. <laughs> but I just don't think it's the best use of your resources. Especially you're, since you're talking about running into budget issues. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I cut the cord is because I was like, what am I going to do? Am I going to stop? Supporting my my friends over at Doughboys, 
Hell no, you know. I got to keep my all my dogs are getting fed, is what I say when I go on a Patreon. But like, there are many people I know. There are many people who will subscribe to like eight or nine podcasts. Yes, which is awesome because that's how I'm getting paid. So that's great. Right. I love that they do that. God bless you for doing it. But it's like, yeah, man, I... that's very similar to. Yeah, it, you're just reinventing all these services, right? Like uh, all the uh, what else? What else is like a, just a reinvention of like an old service? Like they just that's that's all we do. Like a uh, fucking Uber tried to reinvent the bus. Yeah. Uh, we're just like reinventing the same stuff over and over again. We're moving. At least we are. At least in the case of Patreon, we're changing who gets the money. At least. Sure, it's going directly to the the content creators. And, that is, a and little, a little, and a little slice for the Pamplemousse guy. <laughs> oh yeah, they, Mr. Pamplemousse takes a little haircut. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me. Uh, uh, oh fuck! What was I gonna? I was gonna say something. Oh yeah, I was gonna. This is an anecdote I was gonna relay. I told mm. I, I told uh, Mitch and and uh, our our buddy Evan Susser about this. Uh, who, if you listen to Doughboys, is a is a familiar presence. And I I was in a coffee shop, and one of the baristas was like talking to her coworkers about this very topic. She was talking about how she was spending too much money on Patreon, <laughs> wow. and she was like she was like for the she was ta- it was this was a few weeks ago and it's it, we're just after new year's and she was talking about how one of her new year's resolution is to spend less on patreon she was like i'm down to 20 dollars a month now wow Ooh. so like she's i wonder how much she must have been spending for that to be like a drastic like resolution level cut in her content yeah yeah and so like if you if you think about the business aspect of it a little bit what we should do like podcasts on our level, our friends that we know who have podcasts and we know like we share listeners with them. What right. you, in a normal world, what you would do is like, hey, we've all got this product that like 80% of the same people are listening to our shit. Let's all go in together. Let's start an independent network, right? We'll leverage that for ad purchases. We'll share expenses and we'll give our listeners a better value for their money you know instead of seventy dollars or fifty dollars it's eight dollars and they can listen to all these independent shows but you can't fucking do that because everyone would have to take a huge bath on what they're getting paid every month everybody would lose thousands of dollars and they would just be like people who have now this is their sole source of income or this is a major part of their income would be like well i'm not doing that shit and then so i can read a fucking ad for socks are you out of your mind i'm not doing that you know right but i don't i don't think that if you could, and and maybe I'm I'm mis mishearing what you're saying, but I I don't think that that necessarily means a huge pay cut for everybody. If what by doing that you are giving these people listeners that they wouldn't have previously had, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. maybe like maybe I'm not going to pay five dollars a month for this particular Patreon. Um, I'll just use an example: your guys podcast. Okay. Maybe I'm not going to pay five dollars a month for your guys podcast. <laughs> Why would I do that? Yeah. But if I can pay an extra two dollars for a podcast that I wanted to listen to, then I might do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And hey, maybe you listen to ours anyway down the road. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe you would. Yeah. If, so if I if I had like a like a show I was already subscribed to, I'll just just for example, I'll say uh, the Doughboys Patreon. <laughs> I was already subscribed. To a, a show like the Doughboys Patreon, and I could get your Kickstarter sucks for an extra three dollars a month at an eight dollar level, right? And that's a bundle, and then those two shows would split that the, that eight dollars down the middle. Then maybe I would do that. And is that your official proposal? Uh I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I did want to look on here because we we did uh, so we talked to Sean Sean Clements of yes. Hollywood Handbook fame, um, sort of a rival of yours in a way, right? I guess so. It's a friendly rivalry. I I, I don't know how actually I, I say that, but I don't know if Sean is a guy. It's always hard to tell if he likes you. Yeah, like it's just how much of this is a work and how much of this is like, oh, you're actually making fun of me. Right. So I I don't know, but I think I think we're friends. Uh, you are his corniest friend, though. Um, yes, he's he's characterized me as a corny man, the corniest white dude. He, uh, uh, which is fair, and it is fair, and you are very corny. Um, but we uh, we were kind of keeping track. Their big thing on the flagrant ones, their basketball show, was trying to get into the top fifty on Patreon podcasts. So I'm clocking okay. I'm clocking them right now at forty six. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. They've officially young show. they've passed the uh, the boys, the other the boys, whatever the, whatever that situation is. They've passed them, um, and they're uh, actually Mike. They're hot on our heels. We're it's gonna they're gonna overtake us at some point, and we gotta sort of pass the torch. They're a little not. Bit. They're not gonna overtake us. What are they at? Where, what are they at? They're at forty six. Uh, they're at forty six. We're at forty three. Yeah. <clears throat> How do we get higher on that list? Well, we have we have guys like Nick Weiger on from the podcast. That's a the good Doughboys. idea. Let's have him on. Number seven on the big list. Oh my god! Did you know that, Nick? I didn't know. I I knew we were we were in the you know we were we were top ten. I didn't know exactly what our placement was, and I don't know if it's. I feel like it's stagnated. I feel like we've been kind of at the number seven mark for a while. Yeah. Well, like who else is up there? Who's the who, like? Obviously, the Chapo guys are up there, but who yeah. else is in that? that vicinity um right you you are within spitting distance of something called tell em steve dave <laughs> that was just launched in june of this year and they're already wow. number six so that's there's crazy so that's like a corner of the internet that i guess i don't know what it is and a lot of other people do which yeah. that yeah, happens I, sometimes i think that's what we're gonna be that's by the way this is like I'm really curious as to what the reception of this episode is going to be because Bad. it feels like a, a, a patron, <laughs> your, your Patreon subscribers are like they're listening to a mostly pretty dry mm-hmm. discussion <laughs> of the monetization yeah. uh, of podcasting via Patreon. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's an interesting topic to us at least. I think the I I, uh, I think this is that's a, that's a thing you're going to run into of like actually I'll say this I was talking to a guy. Mm. And he, this is like an exec type, a Hollywood exec type who wanted to talk about the Doughboys Patreon. And he basically was suggesting like, you know, like, hey, what if like Snoop Dogg got a Patreon? You know what I mean? What would you want to see from Snoop's Patreon? And oh it's like, God. once that happens, I think that's just going to completely, yeah. like if people who are already successful via people, YouTube creators, you know, people who are big YouTubers or actual celebrities, like start a, a patreon yeah like how much could lebron bring in every month via patreon uh, yeah let's just kill ourselves now honestly for everyone yeah yeah <laughs> we talked to we talked to sean about that a little bit with the the, the conan <laughs> podcast that, that came out just recently about, yeah. about like how it's like feels like it's just over now because <laughs> conan has a podcast i mean i don't know very cool yeah i can't wait for the barack obama cast yeah and we all just stop doing this <laughs> God damn, man! What the fuck? You gotta, you gotta let the little guys have something. It can't, it can't be all. It can't be this shit where Gene Simmons is gonna do it. I actually, you know what? Gene Simmons probably has one, and we're probably more popular than the Gene Simmons one. But that was like, that's like the first celebrity I can think of. Mike, think of another celebrity, real quick. Alfred Pennyworth, <laughs> uh, Batman's Butler. 
Is he now? Is he a, a celebrity? Like I feel like if you if you maybe live in Gotham City and you uh, are kind of in on the the social scene, you might know who who Bruce Wayne's butler is. Uh-huh. But I think outside of there, you might not know him because he's just like a guy. You know, he's like a servant of a of a billionaire. Yeah. Have they done a thing on in any of the Batman comics where are the villains considered celebrities? Like, uh, do they have like a weird? Like if you if you saw the Joker, have they ever done something in the right. comic where people are stopping and taking pictures of the Joker and like asking the Riddler for a selfie and stuff? Has that been a comic yet? And if not, can we make it? I think it should probably be a comic. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it sounds it sounds really good. I uh, I I will say that I saw like the you sometimes will look at those celebrity lists or whatever. Like they they'll have like some rankings of celebrities or something like that. And I saw one, and they did have like. Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, among the in the celebrity list, okay. it was like like it was just like celebrities with with August birthdays or something like that. And it was just like it's weird to characterize this guy as a celebrity, uh, but yeah, I I don't know, I don't know if uh, are supervillain celebrities. I mean, I don't know. Hey, would you say Dick Cheney's a celebrity? Oh boy, oh boy. Well, uh, political now. Yeah, we kind of didn't want to touch that, Nick. Politics sort of the third rail of YKS. We don't like to go anywhere near that kind of stuff. Whether someone is an orange Cheeto or not, we kind of don't really say one way or the other. Um, I'm just saying, watch watch Vice, Adam McKay's Vice. Maybe you'll, you'll come away thinking, <laughs> thinking now, have, a little differently have about you seen Vice that? President Cheney. Actually, I haven't seen it. Okay, because <laughs> you're in these you're in these big time unions you love so much out there in in hippie California. So you you're getting all these movies shipped to your house. Just like what the fuck? They should start a service where they ship movies to your house, yeah. right? Yeah. Quickster. They should. Yeah. <laughs> they should start Quickster. We've all been saying for a long time. They should. Someone should start Quickster. Uh, I I yeah. I mean the. It is one of the perks – I mean one of the actually many perks of, of being in these entertainment unions, which are thankfully, uh, you know, some of the somewhat – the few somewhat powerful unions still remaining in, in American labor um, is that, uh, uh, yeah, you get a – they send you the, the movies for the screeners. They send you the movies that they're hoping to get nominated for awards and assuming that you're a voter in one of these. Right. And um, – these will be movies currently in theaters that you otherwise would have to go go out and, and pay for. Uh, so, yeah, that, that that's pretty nice when that works out. I mean, the thing is you end up like there's a lot of redundancy. So I think I have like three copies of If Beale Street Could Talk. You know what I mean? Like they just send okay. you multiples of the same thing. Um, but whatever, champagne problems. It's like, you know, that, that they're there are worse inconveniences in the world. Yeah, and do all those things bring you joy or Uh I don't know. I used to watch I used to be like, "Oh, I got these movies. I got to watch them. They sent me these movies." And now I'm just like you, uh, like after year 3 of it or whatever, you're just kind of like I I'm kind of I'm kind of over it at this point, which I know sounds insanely spoiled, <laughs> which it is. Insanely privileged, but I'm kind of like at the point where just like, "Oh, Maybe I won't watch this movie unless I really am interested in it. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch something just because they sent it to me for free. Yeah. Well, is there any any of the ones that you got? Uh, did you watch them? Have you watched any of the ones from this year, or did you? Just I see, haven't. You saw the ones you I wanted to watched, see in theaters, or what? Yeah, I haven't watched any of the ones they sent me. Honestly, um, <laughs> I will say that the the most wasteful thing is that fucking like Amazon and Netflix 
and Hulu will still send you physical copies of it right. because they're just they're just ca- casting a wide net and they're like, well, a lot of the voters, maybe the most important voting block is like people over 70 who are like reti- semi-retired or, or fully retired uh, who maybe don't have access to these services. So we'll just send out DVDs to everyone. So you just get like an ala- like a huge like DVD set of like The Handmaid's Tale or Mar- Marvelous Mrs. Mizell or whatever, wow. um, and it's just like these are shows you could just stream. It's just very very wasteful. That's cool though. That's a cool kind of waste. I'm really I'm behind that. Um, getting more shit in your house, having the shit pile up, not using the shit, um, mm-hmm. hanging on right. to the shit out of a weird sense of like guilt, you know? Right. Good... Uh, here, here's we, you know, we were talking about earlier about bundling. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I was, I was looking through my email to see if I could find this because I was contacting Patreon last year about saying, basically saying, sorry, I accidentally hit the deafen setting on, on my <laughs> Discord for a second, which is also weird. Why is it called deafen? Why is it not called like mute? I don't yeah. know. We got to get a different. We got to figure something else out. We got to get like a pro. Like call in thing. This is this is causing Discord is causing too many problems for the non non gamers or non game chatters. I think it's 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 really right. our fault. It's fucking up. It's our problem. It seems fine. I just I'm just surprised that they call it. I, what else would you call it? I guess. Oh, I see what it is. They call it deafen because you can shut off just your earphones, but mute you can shut off your microphone. Oh, okay. Still, still deafen is is a weird thing to call it. Yeah. Um. So uh, I emailed the Patreon team. And was asking them about like, hey, we have this, uh, uh, you know, is there a way to bundle different podcasts together? Mm-hmm. Because you know, if you wanted to band together voluntarily with like three similar shows and say like, hey, we're going to offer all of these shows at you know the eight dollar or ten dollar level, if you want, if someone wants to jump in, and then we'll split the money. Is there a way to do that? And they basically are. They basically said we're not planning on doing it. It's a thing we've discussed, but we don't have any plans to do it. Like they, it was a very dismissive, friendly but dismissive email. Right, and probably would have been less friendly if I was if it was if I was someone who was behind a show that was a little lower profile. Yeah. So it was it was it was discouraging because it seems like a thing that would make sense for Patreon, but I think they want. I don't know. I think they want people subscribed to more shows so they can take more fees. You know what I mean? Like they want people to have three subscriptions instead of one description one subscription but yeah that's also them like creating their competitor though right yeah i guess so because you would think and that's actually a thing that drives me or that doesn't drive me crazy is overstating but but it makes me it surprises me that that a patreon creator has not emerged and maybe it's just like maybe just everyone maybe the pample moose guy is the only one who figured it out. Maybe he's some sort of, you know, he's super ahead of the curve. Or maybe everyone has looked at the Pamplemousse guy and been like, that guy's not making any money off of it. Right. I've seen Patreon's books. There's the Pamplemousse guy is taking a bath. He's just keeping it going because he thinks it's, it's going to pay off someday and he's getting all this venture capital. But uh, I mean, like, I, I have no idea. I, I You would think there'd be a Patreon competitor. We'd be open to using a Patreon competitor. Um, and by the way, is big Patreon going to edit this chunk out? <laughs> we do send them all of our episodes uh, yeah. for approval for preview. Yeah, we do too. <laughs> and that's, um, yeah, it, it's, uh, they're mostly, you know, they're mostly pretty hands off, but they do have some things like they don't want us to, uh, talk negatively about the platform at all. Yeah. And then also, um, 
I guess they're good friends with like like Pamplemousse guy is good friends with like the Hilton family. Okay. So you can't say anything bad about like uh, Paris Hilton or you know Nikki Hilton or by extension like Nicole Richie any of their friends. Oh yeah, and I got um, I got to say just completely independent that have nothing to do with it. Hilton family vac- vacations is actually pretty cool. I mean, you know, some people say they don't like going in and sitting down for the presentations, mm-hmm. but honestly, go listen to a presentation. It can't hurt. Yeah. You know, timeshare is such a dirty word nowadays, <laughs> and I just don't see why, because do you really need to have your vacation home? Oh, are you vacationing 12 months a year? I don't think so. Yeah. And anyways, and that's just unrelated to what you were saying. But Yeah, I mean, unrelated, but you have me thinking about it. Of just like, you know, <laughs> the value of Hilton family vacations is really right there. Uh, if you just just do a little bit of, of digging, you'll just see it, it, it. It's it's just basically right there on the surface. I mean, you got family friendly hotels like yes. the Hilton Aruba and Caribbean, yes. uh, the Hilton Barbados Resort, the Hilton Curacao, yes. uh, the British Colonial Hilton, which is in Nassau, the Bahamas, uh, private beach in downtown Nassau, meal discounts for guests six to twelve, locations close to family friendly a- <laughs> attractions. I mean, if you're a family man like you and you are Jesse, that's right. This is a, this is a great value. I mean, it's right there in the name. Yeah, and don't think it's just for families, though, because Hilton <laughs> Family Vacations also has some great all-inclusive options. That's right, guys. You can go out there and get your drinks set right on your room. Forget about it. Relax. It's your vacation with Hilton Family Vacations. Anyways, unrelated to what you were saying. but Yeah, I mean, that was just a little under- unrelated and, uh, tangent we just went on. Have you guys seen that Paris Hilton sex tape? It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good, huh? Yeah, it is pretty good. <laughs> they also wanted us to. They also wanted you guys to get the word out on that, right? Yeah. Residual from it. And if you could find a way to organically plug this Paris Hilton sex tape that was a huge thorn in our side, it's a huge black mark for our family name. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Um, but speaking of vacations, um, now have you have you announced that you're coming to Nashville yet? Am I not allowed to say that? Do I bleep where you're coming out? What's the deal with it? No, you can say it. We it's up on the. You know what? I'm gonna bring the date up real quick. Um, it's it's up on the the headgum.com/slash/live. Headgum is our network. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, speaking of networks, when we when we went over to Headgum, uh, who we love, and uh, uh, they're great over there, Jake and Amir and Marty and and, and all the dudes who, who run it. Uh, they were basically like, we don't care about your Patreon. Keep running your Patreon. We just want your free episodes, and we'll help you run ads on them, which is great. And I think that's the ideal from a network you're going to work with yeah. um, if you're someone who is already on, on Patreon. But uh, we are going to – yes, it's up on headgum.com slash live where you can see all our upcoming live shows. Uh, yeah, we will be in Huntsville, Alabama on <sighs> April 10th, and then we will be on – is Huntsville a real snore? I don't know. I just it's not the <laughs> it's not the one that, that I live in, so I'm giving it. Okay. The... <laughs> well, if you if you're a Huntsville resident or in the surrounding area, we will be in Huntsville, Alabama on on April 10th, and then in Nashville, Tennessee yeah. on April 11th. <laughs> and we'll be at we'll be at Zanies, uh, which I which I think you were saying is the the venue uh, the the spot in that, Nashville. Man, that's the spot, ain't it, Mike? It's the one. It's the one club we have. Yeah. Do you remember when we were over there eating some soup across from it one time? Yep. That's sort of our Zanies experience. <laughs> what kind of soup were you having? It was a it was a good pho place. Have you been there since? The pho place? Uh, I haven't been there since. No. It's good though. It's very good. It's a good it's a big bowl of hot soup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love pho. That's big nice. pho fan. How, where do you guys stand on pho versus ramen? Mike, my, you're a pho guy over ramen, aren't you? Uh, oh, ah, yeah. I don't know, man. Torn. Yeah. 
because you like the funk of it, and it's a little. You can get a, it. It's funkier than ramen, right? But I like the crazy ramen that we get. So that's what I will say. Is there a place? There's yes. a place over here where it's it's crazy ramen, and it's and it's actually. Uh, my understanding is that it's not actually ramen. Those are the act. Those are the thicker noodles, which are called. Uh, what are those thicker ones? Uh, the udon. Yeah, udon noodles. It's yeah, it's their udon noodles, and it's thicker, and it's not in a soup. It's in more like a. It's almost like a curry, like a paste, basically. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's almost like a, it's like adult SpaghettiOs, basically, is what right. it is. That's why I love it. And that's why he loves it. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> give, me some, give me some of that and a little coloring book. Yes. And I'm, st- I'm, I'm good for it. <laughs> and walk away. You're not going to hear from me all night. <laughs> I'm sitting in my high chair, like kicking my feet. <laughs> Slurping the noodle. It's going around your mouth on the way in. <laughs> I love, I like that stuff more because I just don't like, I'm just not a big soup guy and it's not just right. when it's not just when it's hot it's just like i need the chew i want the chew, the chewier the better for me i don't know i like i mean i guess i'm with you on a i don't like a just a super thin soup like a consomme yeah. or like a you know like a a, a broth like a I, I need something with a little bit of texture in it mm-hmm. um i think i think i'll go with like a split pea you know, like a, like something like that's like that's still kind of a pureed soup, but it's still got a little bit of texture to it. I'm into, but yeah, I, I think I'm more into to give me a noodley soup. And yeah, I'm I, definitely in pho versus ramen. Uh, I I'm a pho guy. I'm a I'm a big time pho guy. Yeah, it's pho is if we're talking soups, pho has generally got more of those spice and funk options than uh, the ramen does, and I, that's something maybe that's like Southeast Asian cuisine. This is where I really show my ass, right? This is where I really get stupid. Um, and everyone tells me how wrong I am. Mm-hmm. But, like, Southeast Asian cuisine in particular, my wife's family is Thai. Um, and so it's, like, it's it's Thai food, um, like, the the Vietnamese-style stuff. I like the shit that comes out where there's, like, a little rack of spices and, and all this other weird shit that you can put in the food. I, where it's, like, they expect you to doctor the food up. That's what I like. And Japanese food is almost like... Uh, well, there's like soy sauce, I guess, but there's there's not else. There's not like a big pile of condiments, you know. So you like going to? I went to this I Mexican. I went to this Mexican place the other day, and they gave me like four hot sauces. Oh, really? At the table, I was like, "That's awesome! Nobody does that." Yeah, I love that. But I yeah, didn't know I Mexican places salsa. do that. It it depends on the place, but yeah, you, you'll often get a, a a salsa of different intensity. You know, it's a, it's a big thing. Do you guys have the salsa bars out there? Because that's a big thing out here. We don't have that. I don't think. I don't think we. Yeah. I don't think we do. No. I I have a feeling it'll probably migrate out to your neck of the woods. You know, in in due time. But uh, the so they've got like you'll you'll go up, you'll order your your tacos or whatever, and then you'll go to a they'll have like a little uh bar cart section that's got like six to eight different salsas, and you can choose your heat intensity, and you can choose you know, um. Uh, what type of flavor you like, and it's it, it's quite nice. Now, is that is that? Do you think that's a, a gimmick, and the, and they they just slap that on, or do you think that's in addition to good quality tacos or good quality Mexican food? Mm. That's an you will that's go, an add on, or yeah, is that the I, I main attraction? You will go to. I don't think it's the main attraction because you will go to some outstanding places where they have that. Like yeah. the food is really, really good, but then they've also got a lot of salsas you can choose from. But also some of the trucks too will have. They'll you know they'll have a, a salsa verde and a salsa roja and then, and then just like a, a super spicy salsa. Um, and you're getting just some some delicious like al pastor off a truck, and then you can you can dress it up as you see fit. And just real quick for those who don't speak Spanish, roja means red. So 
Oh my god! Just wanted to kind of subtitle the episode with Thank you. a little bit of knowledge that I have. You know, it's fun to drop in some knowledge every now and then. Um, yeah. That's actually really because Mike, thank you because I actually didn't know that. It's help, <laughs> helpful for Nick. He's lived it's in Southern me. California now, his now, entire now, life. Now, Ver- Verde, you, you fuck. That's anybody's guess, but, but Roja. Yeah, Verde. I'm still. I know it. No idea. <laughs> there were two places actually. Now that you mentioned it, there are two places I know of that have salsa bars. There's Blue Coast Burrito. There's one around here. Have you ever? You've never had I don't that. Think have you? So. Blue Coast Burrito. I think there. I think people like their seafood tacos. Um, like a like a fish taco, I think that they like that. Um, but the one over here, and Nick, I know you hate to see this too. It's one of those places where, so it is a chain, so it's not like a yes. mom and pop place where the funk of it is like the appeal. It's more just like, oh, they only hired seventeen year olds to work here, and so there's like ice on the floor and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't like that. That's not a great vibe to go in there. Uh, and it's just like, ah, it's all fucked up. And then the other place is that Caribbean place that shut down over there by the mall, Mike. Oh, that... Uh... The jerk place. That there's a, there's a jerk chicken chain. Nick, have you guys come across it? Uh, I mean, we, we I've had jerk chicken. I don't know if there's a national chain. Hey, what you do in your bedroom is none of my business, okay? <laughs> okay? Are you talking about Pollo Tropical? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, Pollo Tropical, yeah. yeah. Have you now? Do you know that po- pollo loco is different because it's used the same word, so it sounds yes. the same. But this is different. It's pollo tropical. I don't, I don't think we have a pollo tropical out here. My my wife's from Miami, and she had pollo tropical down there uh, a lot. And then they closed the one that we had by our house. So yeah, closed all Tennessee locations in 2017. Uh, That's a bummer. Yeah, you know what? The other place that closed all the mid state locations uh, not that long ago was Jack in the Box. So. Everybody talks about Jack in the Box, and I'm like, yeah, all of the empty Jacks in the Box are still sitting here. But I guess like whatever company owned the Jack in the Box franchises went belly up. So now yeah. they're, and you know that's like the ugliest looking chain restaurant physically. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, it's it's, and I, uh, I for me it was when I when I reached adulthood because my whole childhood growing up in Southern California and seeing Jack in the Box commercials all the time and having its food be a big part of my life. I had no idea it was a regional chain. I just assumed it was it was as big as like Burger King and that it was everywhere. Yeah. And so later learning learning that it's not in certain parts of the country or that they tried to expand to other parts of the country and then failed and then retreated, it was very disorienting for me um, and a real eye opener. But yeah, the the Jack in the Box it's not it's aesthetically it's kind of a it is kind of an ugly restaurant. It's gonna be the it's gonna be like the Pizza Huts where there's gonna be like a tax place and a Jack in the Box yes. or whatever. Right. My favorite one of those is there was a. Do you guys remember the old Mission Style Taco Bells? Yes. Did you yeah. ever see those? Yeah. There was a there was a closed Mission Style Taco Bell that they made into a Thai restaurant and just called it Thai Bell. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. So I went to school in Knoxville, um, and uh, the. Uh, there was a mission style Taco Bell there too that had long since been abandoned by Taco Bell, and they turned it into like a like a soul food restaurant. Yes, um, and it for some reason the aesthetic really worked. The food was fantastic, but the aesthetic worked as well, um, and it was so good. It was like it's one of those places that Guy Fieri would go to. I don't know whether he did or not, but it would be a great place for Doughboys the TV show to go to. Um, and it's like you go in there and it's like it's like cafeteria style. They say, what do you want? They throw like three big fucking ribs at you. There's the piece of pie on the styrofoam plate. 
there is the and this is my absolute favorite part of a soul food restaurant <clears throat> is the jug next to the tea jug where it's just like a red or purple liquid. Right. And you're just you're like, Oh hey, I hope this is good. Yeah. And it's always four times as strong as it should be. I fucking love Nick, how how long are you how long are you gonna be in Nashville? Are you gonna be in Nashville for just like a day or, or what are you guys gonna And where are you staying also? Uh we haven't booked travel yet. Yeah. I was uh I was planning on staying in uh Jesse's basement. Yeah. Uh, You're we welcome. haven't discussed that yet. Uh <laughs> but you know, probably just uh, honestly like where you guys are, I'll probably just be sleeping there. Okay. Uh, but uh, I I think the yeah we we, we might stay for I, I, since we're doing the Huntsville show then we'll probably drive up to Tennessee and then and then do that show and then maybe we'll stay an extra day or something and try and try and see the sights a little bit since it'll be kind of a rush the day of the show yeah we gotta we gotta send them that place what are you talking about oh yeah the good the place. yes yeah the good place yeah I know we got a place for you to go to when you get here yeah it's called the freaking oh, it? it's the CBD store so bring your whole ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh man we got a lot of those now you've got real weed but we have cbd out here yeah right the real shit what is that well what is cbd we don't know nobody knows they sell it in gas stations and it cures cancer it's all it's all anybody yeah. knows about it I, what it is is in the, now here's the other place for the emailers to write in is my understanding is that it so it has to have less than it has to have exactly zero percent of thc in it right Okay, but in in the case of being allowed to sell it in Tennessee, Mike, correct me if I'm wrong. It has to come from specifically the uh, region in France, the CBD <laughs> region in France. Yeah, that's correct. It has to come from the industrial strain of hemp, which is a related plant. Yeah. To the, okay. the marijuana that everyone knows and loves, except for me because I can't handle it and my brain is fucked up. But um, it it can't even be from weed. Um, so it can't even be the specially grown weed that doesn't have THC, and it has to be hemp. So it's essentially rope, and gotcha. And they get this CBD, and it's supposed to it's supposed to do all the stuff that weed actually does, um, without you know showing up on a piss test, I guess. But the truth is, is I think we've just talked ourselves into it being good because who doesn't want a panacea? But also because we're never getting legal weed here until we're dead. So we got to think there's something, and there's so much money in this. The fucking the gummies, um, the, uh, uh, the, the, the edibles, and then there's a, um, there's a place around here called Shaman. Isn't it called Modern Shaman? Yeah. It's literally called that. That's fucking insane. It, it does. There's a CBD place. Yeah, there's C. So the CBD shows up everywhere, right? It shows up Got in it. the gas stations, and then there's these standalone CBD places, which I have never walked in because it's like walking into one of those ionized water places. I feel like do you, you guys have right. those out there, right? We have like just the water store. Yeah. Uh, but the ionized water in particular, I don't really know what it is exactly. Or it's like it's not. A, what is it? It's where it has negative. Mike knows he loves water. <laughs> yeah, what? it has negative charged ions in it for That is what it is. I don't know what it is. That is what it is, is I think. It? Yeah, I think so. That's nasty. Weird. Anyway, it's it's going to fix me up, so. Does the CBD oil it doesn't get you high though, right? That's no, the whole thing. It's supposed to it like re- it's supposed you. to like relax you, but I've never I've never done it because uh, I just smoke weed, Nick. So right. I just uh, but uh, it's supposed to like relax you or whatever, and, and like uh, it's for like pain relief. Or something. Nobody knows what it does. Everybody just like makes it up. 
But that's true of weed too, right? That's not true. Of I'm weed. not saying that. I'm not saying weed doesn't do anything. I'm saying the people who purport to know what specific weeds oh, do, yeah, yeah, yeah. those guys are always full of shit. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. I think I don't know. Yeah, they're talking about different strains and talking about how they have different effects with some degree of precision, as if it's like. Yeah, I, I, I think if you did a Pepsi challenge with any of them, these these. <laughs> Stoners would not be able to <laughs> tell which one is which. You I, know? I, I like I like those descriptions on the weed. Where it's like a, yeah. this is this has like a this will this is just like a high this will uh, like a high note on it. Yeah, like a dope mouth feel. Right. Like it's, right. it doesn't. It's they're all the same. It just gets you high. Yeah, you might get me it's, to believe this sativa versus indica thing. You yeah. might get me to believe that one because those are like completely like separate branching biological organisms. Right. But like, you're talking about white wine versus red wine at yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah. Right. 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 Like, I get that. But, like, if you're talking about the difference – I mean, it is It is kind of like a sommelier. You know, yeah. it's it's like a it's like a, a working-class version of the sommelier. It's just like a professional bullshitter. That's what the bud tender kind of is. It's yeah. just, you know what I mean? Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I have no – I like, for me and, – and I'm an infrequent pot smoker, and, and like you, Jesse, I've struggled with – what to do with it yeah uh but i i could never tell you the difference between anything i've ever smoked it's all the same as me it's like the only beer i've ever had is coors it's just all (laughs) on the same level (laughs) i mean it is it is it's not unlike i would say it's not unlike liquor because i can remember before having had a lot of liquor i would i would hear and just accept as true that different liquors were different drunks yeah so it's something about it's something about these like the stuff that we do that we have to compartmentalize all the different little things and make it fucking like Pokemon so we can mix and match and figure out what we like. I make think it just to make it interesting, but it's all false. It's the same shit. It's, right. it's just branding. Like we want to be branded as like, oh, I love tequila. Well, doesn't tequila make you crazy? Yeah. yeah it That's does. why I like it. Like fucking <laughs> just relax. No, you got crazy because you uh, drank like fucking eight shots. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I I've Why heard moms, like the, you know? I've heard people say like the uh, like uh, like oh tequila is actually a stimulant, which I think is probably <laughs> totally not true, but it's just a thing I've heard so many times. Yes, and I've never looked it up. Uh, but yeah, they, they're they're attempting to to, to yeah. I I think the difference between getting drunk off of 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 bourbon or vodka or gin or rum, it's all the same shit. It's just the same outcome. Um, what is, by the way, what's going on in the football game over your shoulder? I'm, ne- I'm noticing some action here. Did someone just score a TD? Is this the first NFL you've watched? Because you were kind of swearing it off. Are, you, are yeah. you in for the playoffs? I'm actually like, so I grew up a, a big L.A. Rams fan, and then they moved when I was little. They moved to St. Louis, and then I, I got very upset, and I just stopped watching. I didn't stop watching football then, but I stopped watching football about you know 10 to 15 years after then. So yeah. I had a stretch where I was just sort of like a fan of the league. Um, but I guess the Rams are in the NFC Championship game now, right? Is that correct? Yeah. So this is this they're is doing for, real well. This is to see who your big boys are playing, and right now, so the Eagles jumped out to a 14-0 lead under the magic arm of Nick Foles. Uh, okay. But the savvy veteran Drew Brees uh, pulled them back into uh, the game, um, and right now we've got let's see, 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Saints are up three at this point. And they're driving. They are challenging the red zone right now. Wow. Um, third and seven. On the, in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter. That's right, Mike. Yeah, Mike is sort of the sports head of the crew here. <laughs> yeah, he talks the talk. 
Um, did you speak to? Uh, have you spoken to Mitch? Because the the Patriots game was a real snoozer, but they won. I haven't, but he earlier he texted me a photo of him wearing a short sleeve uh, New England hoodie, mm-hmm. which I guess is like a Belichick sort of trademark. Right. So he was wearing. He sent that to me. I guess just as like a a demonstration of dominance. I'm not sure why he sent it to me exactly, <laughs> but uh, I guess they're yeah. I, I guess they beat the L.A. team, the Chargers, one of the L.A. teams, the Chargers, who no one wants up here. That's right. That's Even right. the NFL fans are like, we send the Chargers back to San Diego. No one goes to their games. Yeah. Um. By the way, is this the – this is just content-wise for your listeners. It's just we've basically – we've gone over Patreon's terms and services. <laughs> And then we're recapping the game. We're giving a, a yeah a game that's that will have been done for like forty eight hours by the time this episode is out. Oh, it's yeah. pro- it's going to be longer than that. Yeah, it'll probably be a couple okay. weeks out of date. Um, yeah, so that's not good. But um, yeah, but hey, you fucking eat, you counted French fries on an episode of your show. All right, so shut, the, <laughs> that's true. shut the fuck up, Nick. <laughs> I'm not roasting you guys. I'm an I'm an active participant in this. <laughs> it's just been interesting to see where it goes. No, it's uh, all bad. You get Weiger on, it's going to be dry. That's what I bring. <laughs> <laughs> on a podcast or in the bedroom. That's, <laughs> that's what I bring to the table. But everybody loves Weiger, though. People have Weiger fever right now, don't you think? I don't know if people have Weiger fever. I think that's hyper- I got Weiger fever. I have it. I think I might. I mean, oh, you guys do have Weiger fever. I think I'm, I think I'm starting to get it. Like, I feel achy. Yeah. Like, I feel, t- like I feel sore. Yeah. And I didn't right. really do much. Yeah. I got it from so. Louis C.K. I met up with Louis C.K. <laughs> I think he gave me Liger fever. <laughs> oh, boy. And he, he sent you a bunch of, like, kind of poetic texts afterwards. Yeah. I didn't feel as bad about it after I spoke with him over text. <laughs> <laughs> what a piece of shit that guy is, huh? You know, we all share the same bloodstream. We, I mean, that's that's basically, we all have, there's basically one bloodstream for all of humanity, and, and Weiger fever flows through it. Weiger's in all of it, baby. Um, Who says, you know, because that's the thing is like, yeah, maybe you should have worn a condom or I should have told you to wear a condom. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, that's that it is what it is. And here we are. And we shared one beautiful night together. The thing about CK is so, uh, you know, I'll cop to enjoying his comedy before I found out he was like a. But he like listening to his comedy, it was a lot of stuff about like how. Uh, man, I sure hope I get to fuck again soon. And my wife just gave me a sad hand job. And man, I just yeah. I don't fuck anymore. My ass looks nasty. My balls look like shit. I look gross. All this stuff. So he is a monster. Like I'm not saying he's not a monster, but to go from uh, I don't even like the look of my own balls in the mirror to like to being so confident. Just fucking handing out STDs like at the fucking club and shit. Like, what? It he must have. I guess he got really rich. Like that's what it was, right? You you get rich enough, and all of a sudden you're like, now my dick is everybody else's problem. I guess <laughs> is what you do. Um, right. I I wonder because you know it, it could also be because that that's the whole thing about stand up is especially if it's if it's supposed to be confessional and autobiographical, and right. then all of a sudden it turns out you're someone else that seems inauthentic, and that kind of undercuts it all. But I remember because I was a big I was a big Louis C.K. fan, and I had his first album, which was like a like an indie release, and um, I think it was just called Live in Houston. But like his last bit on that album is about like having sex with a nymphomaniac when he was like 18, and it was like. I think this guy's just always been kind of a he had some weird sex things or, you know, been kind of a, a fuck maniac. Yeah. And 
I, I don't know if it was all an act or maybe it was just like some sort of like sadness he was dealing with or maybe his sex life changed a lot when he got married. I have no idea. Uh, but it, it, I, I, won, I wonder, like it, it seems like he might have some pathology involving that. I mean, he obviously does. Yeah, I mean, clearly. It's just, where, when did it fucking start? When did he fucking go? And now this is where we put the real nightcap on the episode is like talking about why Louis C.K. is fucked up and his dick is weird. I think people are really going to like this. And it's going to flow really well with what we were talking about earlier in the episode. Um, <laughs> all right, is there, was there a, did you have a topic coming in? Or is this well. sort of like, I think, <laughs> I think we already covered everything that we wanted to talk about. <laughs> okay. Um, well, so we did, uh, we did have five guys before we got started with you, Nick. Oh, wow. Um, so this, I mean, we don't do it very often because I'm trying to cut weight. I'm trying to get hot. Um, right. So I don't want to. I don't indulge too much. This is the. This is. I mean, the only thing I eat all day is the Five Guys. If you're gonna do it, that's really? the only way you can do it, right? Yeah. I can't do. I. I need to have like at least two discreet meals, or I get very lightheaded. Do you do that even, even on the days where you're like mainlining pizza in Mitch's house? Yeah, because I'll I mean, you know, maybe I'll do that, and I, I still need to have like something in the evening. I need to have some, like I need. There's basically an, an eight to twelve hour window where I need to have food at the at the bookends of that. Otherwise, I'm going to be very. I'm, I'm going to feel like I'm going to lose consciousness. Well, you're like you're like a skinny guy though. We're like two fat guys. You can't do that uh, if you're us. If you if you fucking eat one bad thing, you're like done for the rest of the day. So you got to yeah. put it off as late as possible. You got to like not eat all day and then be like, oh yeah, because I'm going to get that fucking burger later. I'm going to destroy my body later. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you just eat like a two thousand calorie meal yeah. at like nine right. o'clock. Store it like a cactus. <laughs> I mean, I'll plan for it, and I'll and I'll I'll schedule my day around a large meal if I'm going to do it. But I'll still have like, oh, I'm gonna have like a banana or like a light, a light salad in the afternoon, and then have this indulgent dinner later. But I, I need to have some bit of food. Uh, the so, but yeah, I used to I used to be a bigger guy. I used to be you know about forty pounds heavier than I am now. Um, and it was, a. I think I just paid, I, I, I think my eating habits are similar, just, um, more restrained. Like I still will have bad food, but I will just have it with less frequency. Yeah. Cause that's what it is really for, well, I'll say for people with like average, and, and I've even read that maybe the, um, the, the, uh, uh, fuck, what is it called? Where your body, uh, uses up energy. What is that fucking called? Uh, in your energy tank? Metabolism. Oh. Thank you. No, Mike, you set it up. Mike, it was you. You did that. <laughs> I've even read that maybe metabolism is not as big a deal as everyone, or it doesn't vary as much you between people. you talking about your energy tank? <laughs> That's right. It's the energy tank of the body. But I, like for people with like the, the, the typical biology, mm-hmm. if you're going to eat bad and gain weight, you got to do it like most of the time. To, to get where yeah. we are at our heaviest, which is pretty heavy, but like you got to fuck up like constantly. So now to, to, to stay the same or to go down, we can still fuck up. It's just like fuck up and then don't fuck up like three days in a row after that. <laughs> and you're still okay. Right. You know, it's not over. Like, but, but I go too far. Like I, so me personally, I don't have a problem not eating a whole day. Like I can go a whole day without eating and I don't even think about wow. it. It's not a problem. I'll feel bad the next afternoon if i haven't eaten still i'll start feeling bad then um but i do kind of i internalize it too much to where um like my fucking thing nick i know your thing is ice cream my thing is ice yes. cream too it's so hard not to eat ice cream or have a big milkshake 
um, that like I'm like I'm banning myself from them because I'll feel so pissed off if I have a gigantic banana split milkshake from cookout like I really want, you know? Right. I, I know what you mean because like I find it easier to just abstain entirely versus have it in moderation when it comes to something like that. Yes. So like I used to have a weekly ice cream date with my wife and we'd go to this parlor here and, and have a couple of scoops. And I've just like in the past few months, I've been like, you know what? I'm just going to stop doing that entirely because yeah. I always get too much ice cream. Stop there. dating your wife, you mean? Stop dating my wife. Yeah. Um, we're going to, I mean, we'll continue to live together and be legally married <laughs> uh, for tax purposes. Uh, but yeah, we're just not dating right now. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, I, I, like, I was, I, I, I find myself and then I'd crave it more. So yes. I'd get like a, at least a couple times a month, I'd go and get a, like a midweek trip or I'd get myself some sort of sweet treat at a, at a restaurant or I'd get myself some sort of, you know, I'd, I'd stop and get a chip witch at 7 Eleven mm-hmm. and I'd eat that in my car. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's. Easy. I, I think what you're, I get what you're saying. Like it's easier to just cut it out entirely. Now that said, you went to Five Guys. Uh, did you get yourself any sort of sweet treat? No, and and I think honestly, the only reason I didn't indulge is because we got it delivered. And getting a milkshake right. delivered. I mean, the first the burgers get here fucked up enough with yeah. the Five Guys delivered. Now, when you've you've had it on Doughboys, have you? Did you get them delivered? And did the bag look like they had wiped their ass with it before they gave it to you? I didn't know they had delivery. I've never encountered that. Are you using some third sort of third party service? Yes, we're using the Bobo version of DoorDash or whatever you guys have okay. out there. Yes. Yeah, um, I, I no, I've never done that. I've like I'm a I I'd say 50/50 dine-in versus to go. No, maybe more like 70/30 dine-in. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like most of my my five guys experience has been eating in the restaurant. Um yeah, I mean, it doesn't travel great because it's kind of like that. It's kind of like a backyard burger, you know. It's kind of like like roughly assembled, uh, yes. and 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 you can get a lot of wet ingredients. Uh, but I, yeah, so I, I haven't I haven't deal, dealt with the delivery experience. I find in store, I think it's delightful. I think just like you get that, and it's and it's ready right away. It's it's just a great burger. How was your guys' experience today? To me, it's the best burger in fast food. Um... Now we don't we don't have In and Outs wow. here, um, right? I think it's better than In and Out just because there's more of it. Frankly, um, I think In and Out is very good, but yes. I I like being able to do what I do at Five Guys with. I mean, they put their foot forward with toppings. You know what I mean? So getting the grilled, the grilled peppers, I got grilled peppers, yes. grilled jalapenos, grilled green peppers, grilled onions, uh, lettuce mayo. I didn't do hot sauce this time, but I do often, and then relish is what I did uh, with bacon as well. And Mike, you did a variant of that, right? Yeah, similar similar to that. But I, I think I think the uh, I think Five Guys and Cookout equally good. Yeah, terrible to go to <laughs> for your conscience. You can't uh, go to it and then feel good about yourself. No, you can't. It's right. not possible. I, I've never had cookout, and that's a place I'm fascinated by oh, because baby. it is a thing. Every everyone, all of our southern listeners say it's a spot we got to hit up and we got to review at some point. And also, I've just looked at the menu on on numerous occasions. I've just looked at the cookout menu and been like, "Man, that looks great." That's a great fat guy move right there. Just looking at yeah. pulling the menu up to yeah. a place you can't go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do your boys ever send you? Oh, hey man, we're going here tonight. And instead of just going cool, you you first you go and pull up the menu, mm. and then look at what's on there. Then you say cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For sure, I have definitely done that move. 
I, I, I mean, it, I love looking at menus. I love having a sense of what I'm going to get before I go in, but not having like a firm game plan. Yes. Like I like just like knowing what I'm getting into, but I'm still going to save my decision. I'm still going to make a game time decision. You know what I mean? Man, here's what fucks me up. You ever go somewhere nice with the wife? I know you said you're done dating your wife, but I, Mike yeah. and I are still trying to do that sometimes. Uh, you go somewhere nice with your wife for like a seat, like a like a nice uh, holiday dinner anniversary something like that, and you look up on the menu. She's like, "What are you doing?" You know, she's doing her hair or whatever wives do. I don't know mm. what they do. And you're looking at the menu, you're scoping it out, and you're thinking, "Damn, I might get that." Um, damn that fucking squash that looks good, homie. I'm gonna get that squash. Mm-hmm. And then you you go in there and they go, "Oh, uh, we just changed over to our spring menu." Yep. What? Yeah, just just yeah. happened last night. We went to this place called. No shit. We went to this place. I'm not gonna say what the name is. Don't blast them. It's called Taco Bell. Blast they, them they didn't have the no. The, it's uh, <laughs> we had, we went to this place and they didn't have the the fennel salad anymore. It was out of season. Oh, okay. So I I looked him right in the I looked him right in the fucking face and I said you go get me you go get me your head chef no give me your manager I said that to them yeah and I said and the manager comes over is there a problem sir and I said yeah I think there's a fucking problem okay wow I think there's a fucking problem yeah and it's um, fennel related yeah as they often so. are anyway I right. went to jail just got out this morning <laughs> that I mean that really escalated. And- <laughs> To the point where you were yelling. I mean, because you would think at first they'd try to just ask you to leave the restaurant. Yeah, you must have yeah, taken yeah. it further. Well, I love fennel. He does yeah, love I mean, you love, who can blame you? He kind of yada, yada, yada what happened between <laughs> that and the jail, but, you know. <laughs> I assume it got physical. I, th- I, have, yeah, I have to think it got physical. Oh, it got very uh, physical. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, like, I think that it's nice when you find a place and – there's some restaurants out here and they'll 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 make it clear on their menu that this is like a sample menu or they'll say it's like this is the menu for this specific day. Yeah. And that that lets you know a little bit more what you're getting into if they're doing their sort of seasonal farm to table offerings, which is the big trend right now. Well, I'll just go fuck myself if I can't look at your menu online. What is that? What is that? You're just you're teasing me with this shit? It's insane. That's cruel is what it is. But they're not fat think- guys. Yeah, do you think there's going to be a backlash to like the sort of farm to table thing? Because that's been, I feel like, the trend of the decade. Right. I feel like that's been the, the 2010s has been like we're going to get seasonal ingredients, we're going to get locally sourced ingredients, we're going to have, a, we're going to tell you what farm it comes from. I wonder if there's, as these things ebb and flow, I wonder if there's going to be a place where it's just like they're going to have pride in like we use frozen ingredients like we use you know we we heat stuff up in the microwave like there will be it will go all the way towards we're using we're we're serving you canned food but we're dressing it up a little bit and we're going to call it a fancy place there if they so if they did now there would have to be a hook right so the canned right. the canned food hook would be like uh we decreased waste by 90% or something like that like that's the right, hook right there you go um, yeah, it's like an environmental thing. But it's very funny to me to think about – I do sometimes think about this, how it would be completely verboten to get as excited about the frozen TV dinner as people were in the 1950s yeah. because right. it was like, damn, industry is alive in America and um, and we've like – we've got the more the world's most – you know, the forefront in food tech is right here in the U.S., and we're able to make these meals, and they go to your – and you can put them in the oven, and you can fucking eat them while you're watching TV. And TV's good nowadays, by the way, <laughs> you know? And it's like – that's so weird to me. That was like – that wasn't even considered like – because now if you eat a frozen meal, which you probably don't eat a lot of, but if you eat something frozen, 
you're kind of like, okay, this is a compromise. Yeah. I'm compromising. Right. But then it was like, I'm fucking, I'm not only into this, I'm proud of it. Like, I saved so much time by putting the shit, the Schwann's guy would come by in the big truck. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and we still see Schwann's trucks out here, by the way. You know what I'm talking about? They're just there. They're just like on the road. Yes, I see. Don't you see him, Mike? I don't see him. You have not seen him. I feel like what's the thing behind? Wasn't it like a? What's the big thing with Schwanz? Isn't it like they're all KKK members, right? (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. There was something with them though, right? They're the bad company. Are they the bad company? I forget why. Maybe they're run by like Betsy DeVos or something. Okay, well that's got to be like the one bad company that there is. I think the rest of of them are pretty good. But yeah, Yeah, most. uh, most of American agribusiness is pretty, pretty, pretty <laughs> upstanding. Um, the uh, yeah, I it, it is weird because like things are. I guess the equivalent now is like what what's those what are those fucking services that 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 I, I'm trying to think of one of the ones that'll that'll like send you a box of ingredients for you oh, to cook yeah. on your own. Fresh box or well, uh, now let's not let's not say or, in case we get wait. a sponsor on here. We're oh, not going to name names, you know. <laughs> Nick Nick might get in trouble if he I says think, the name. I think of they're one. all good. <laughs> yeah, wink. I might actually. We might have actually had sponsors uh, for one of these services, but yeah, yeah I, I I don't. Uh, I, and they yeah, it is like that. Feels like a thing that will seem antiquated in the future. That will seem like wow, that's really wasteful. You had someone pack a bunch of stuff up to, uh, and ship it to you, yes. and you thought this was like good because like I think a lot of that stuff is frozen too, or like freeze dried or. Yeah. or packed in, in some way to make it travel it's very wasteful i think we did i think we did one of those services and they send you like they send you like some mayonnaise for your recipe yeah. and it's like small glass mayonnaise thing and i'm like you, you can't they can't be uh uh environmentally i look i have mixed feelings on these things because i find that if i don't do something that is a meal kit type thing Nothing happens. You will just eat oh, garbage, right? I'll eat trash. Yeah. Or I'll eat like a combination of things that is not combinable. <laughs> or okay. best case scenario, I do one of the instant pot things mm-hmm. because I don't have the brain power and space to Monday morning say I need to go to the store. I need to get this dinner for Wednesday yeah. night, Friday night, Saturday night. I need to get the meat for that, the vegetables for that, the sauce, the oil, all that shit for that. I cannot Meal do it. Meal planning and stuff. It I need, doesn't I need to work. Get, oh, I need coriander. I'm, I'm not going to get coriander. That's what Nobody's I'm saying. Get coriander. Right. Get out of here. But I do see what you're saying. Like the packaging is not good, but this is not. I'm not saying this is mitigating. But I recycle every week. Okay, I went up to once a week on the can. I'm recycling all that stuff. I'm rinsing it out, recycling it. Uh, I know it's coming through the mail, but the food fucking goes to the store anyways. It's not like the food is like outside my door. <laughs> no, so that's like, true. You no, know, it's go. It, it's moving anyway, right? <laughs> no, that's true. I uh, you, you mentioned you you touched on something real quick that made me think of it of of like the incoherent meal that you'll sometimes fix for yourself at home. Yes, <laughs> about, like because I, I, I it's so strange because you would never go out and like order this but sometimes you're at home and you're just starting to try to cobble together a lunch from whatever you got and you end up having like a single loose hot dog <laughs> and like a handful of salad greens yep. and then like some canned peaches and then like 
one pop tart. I think it's just like it's like what the fuck am I? Is this meal I just made for myself? But it's like what you had around, and it's like enough food to to resemble a fuel. Yeah, that's that's our fuel. I think that's our business venture. We just make meals like that, and so like, uh, oh, you want uh, our special today is ramen noodles and some green beans. Yeah, and like (laughs) and like a handful of salami. Yeah. Yeah, and you and you eat it in a weird order, but it's fine. You have to eat it standing right. up over the sink. Yes, you do eat it over the sink. That is a big deal, is eating it over yeah. the sink. You got to eat you got to stand up and eat this ice cream sandwich <laughs> and then a quesadilla and then um uh like some some leftover coffee that you had like you made too much coffee and That's so right. you just put it in the fridge so you're yeah. just having some coffee. I'm not going to pour out the coffee. I mean Yeah, exactly. And then you got to drink that and then after you drink that uh, you can eat like seven wheat thins. Yeah, <laughs> make sure it's seven though, and then you know, you then you yeah. brush your teeth and you're ready to start the day. You know, that's a great, that's a great way. And it's two p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's like, and also for me, um, like I have, so I have two kids, and the kids don't eat. I mean, what do the kids eat? I don't know. I don't know how they get through the day. I don't know what they're putting in their faces. Um, sometimes, by I'll, the way, what. While you while we were recording, because yeah. you have a little the, a glass a door behind you, and the <laughs> yeah. door you mentioned you custom installed. It's got a little bit of glass panel. Uh, your two kids came by and gave a little wave, and it was very cute. Yeah, they're very excited when stuff is going on in here because they know this is where Daddy makes the biscuits. You know, this is where <laughs> this is where it happens. This is where you know I can get them the stuff they need to go buy a plastic toy at the store, and then when they're <laughs> right. at school, throw the plastic toy away, and they don't remember it. Um, <laughs> and it's very good. Um, but like God knows what they're doing. I'll, I'll come out in the morning sometimes on the weekends if yeah. they've let me if they've let me sleep in a little bit. They're old enough now where they can do this. I'll come out and they will these these motherfuckers will be eating hummus for breakfast and stuff. Yeah, I'm like right. what are we doing? What is yeah. this? My kid doesn't eat cereal, so he'll eat like fucking I don't know. He just eat like garbage. Yeah, in the, I'm like you don't eat cereal. We got other stuff you can make. Yeah, but he's autonomous too. Like he he can make his own food and stuff now, which, which is, is nice. So good. <laughs> yeah, it's really good to not have to do that aspect of parenting. Yeah. Wait, how old are the kids here? How old is everyone's kids? 35. <laughs> 35? Oh, wow. Big so boy. the same age as you. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a multiplicity sort of situation. Yeah, the instantaneous birth runs in the family, yeah. which is good. Right, okay. My Fascinating. Kid, my, kid, my, my son's nine. And Jesse's kids are... How old now? They, oh, they're five and seven. Um, so the seven-year-old is sort of in charge when she comes down here. Uh-huh. It's kind of like she's got free roam, you know. Right. Um, but uh, but the food is the food so far is good. The TV is what's not working. And and honestly, this fucking goes back to the Netflix thing. Is they put Netflix on and they watch these shows and they turn out to be little assholes. They act like little assholes all day. Like <laughs> like Fuller House. I just had to ban Fuller House. You banned Fuller House. I banned Fuller House from my kids. They can't wow. watch it anymore. Little... Is it just because you don't like seeing it on, or it, it affects their mood? It affects their mood. It's it's legitimately a Disney TV show where it's like everyone's fucking sassy, and oh, there's yeah. too much shit going on. Like it's like all about kissing. <clears throat> like Uncle Jesse comes back, and it's all about making out and like, uh huh, like babies and like. I mean, there's like fake titty talk in the show. Like they're talking about fake titties. Oh and... God. And um, yeah, man, it's 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 not cool. They're, now now they're watching shows about real titties. Yeah, it's like let's get you back on the real shit, <laughs> you know. But uh, now they just turn into little bitches and they start acting like uh, like it's okay, sweeties. It's time to go to bed. So let's brush our teeth. Let's get our PJs on. And so they and then uh, my oldest. This is what the final straw was. She hops yeah. up on the the ottoman 
And she's like, no, I don't want to go to bed. It's unfair. <laughs> this is, oh, my life is terrible. That's what she fucking said. My life is terrible, she said. She's seven. Like, bitch, it's 8.15. Go to bed. <laughs> you know? That's so, wild. I would kill to go to bed at 8.15. <laughs> We're just like old. We're turning into like old men now. Oh, yeah. You especially, I think. All right. Um, and Nick also, Nick, and Nick actually is an elderly gentleman, which, and that's why yeah. we're so happy to have him on here and he's not even asleep, which has been so nice. The way the time zones worked out, it's, it's like 4.37 PM right now. So you're getting ready um, to turn in. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's approaching my bedtime. Um, yeah, the, uh, uh, I, by the way, I just, I just realized I've been doing something. So I'm talking to you guys on the discord. Yeah. That's what we're using to communicate. And then I'm recording on my end with audacity. And so, you know, I've been I've been muting the Discord as kind of a cough button because I've been coughing a little bit, uh-huh. and sometimes gulping, and I'll admit I belched a couple of times. Uh-oh. But then I realized I realized I did not mute the audacity, so that's all just going to be recorded. Like I just like so I apologize to your listeners because I thought I may have been coughing over you talking at some point, and you're just going to hear that and think I was very unprofessional. But I, and I was unprofessional, but I was trying. I just did it wrong. That's you know what that's the whole show is tr- we we try and we get it wrong right. a lot of the time most of the time it's wrong mm-hmm. but you just fucking you know do your best you try your best man and you yeah. try to get people to hold you to a high standard are you bringing the whole is the whole crew coming with you on the road trip um we're not sure okay. we we have we'll definitely bring you know it, it'll it will probably be. I, I said definitely, but I'm I'm not sure yet. But we'll, we'll probably bring a guest mm-hmm. uh, with us, so we'll probably travel somebody, and then um and, and we'll do the Alabama show, and then drive up to the Tennessee show, and it'll be the same guest. That would be my guess as to how we do it. Yeah. But we 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 may bring her along along you song mm-hmm. uh, if if we feel like we need another set of hands, or we may we may go without him. I, I, we TBD. It's still it's still enough time away where we haven't made our travel plans. Man, it sucks that there's not like a good guest in those places that you're going. Yeah. that <laughs> would be able to do the sh- right to be able to do the show with you. That sucks. Mm-hmm. If uh, only you know. Yeah, that sucks. Well, man. And you got to pay for somebody. I mean, how, God, how expensive would it be? Gabrus, if Gabrus is on, you could probably get two seats. He's a big guy, and you know, what if it's him and he's plus his, you know, his per diem is going to be huge. I don't know, but. <laughs> Um, anyways, we're looking forward to, uh, to seeing it. It's going to be fun. Um, thank you for, for spending some time with us today. It's very nice of you. Um, we love, we love Weiger. Weiger, of course, uh, was nice enough to give us some time on the Go Off King stream as well. And he, he even put up, he put some of that cash money up. Oh, wow. To, uh, to our charity. We did the charity stream, the National Alliance Against Mental Illness. Um, and uh, I'm still getting emails and letters from them, Nick. So if you need me to send any your way, um, I'll be happy to forward you some uh, fundraising emails from uh, the charity we supported. Would that be okay? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm getting them too, but it would be it would it would help if you forwarded them as well. Yeah. Just oh. so I get a, an extra reminder. Just a little reminder popping up every now and then, Nick. Don't forget, yeah. you're you're a nice person, Nick. You know, that's good to see <laughs> yeah. sometimes. I love that. It would be great with uh, you know, I, uh, I'll have the 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 NAMI emails and then those. Will be right alongside the um, the emails I get from like Lisa Cuthbert, who I supported for the House of Representatives in the Pennsylvania <laughs> Senate or whatever. Like, <laughs> send her like twenty five bucks, and she emails me twice a day now. Yeah, it's a great return yeah. on your investment getting all those emails yeah, for absolutely. just twenty five bucks. Um, yeah, definitely. So April eleventh is the Nashville one. The Huntsville one is April tenth, the day before that. Is that right? Uh, yes, that is correct. Okay. 
Uh, Doughboys is on Patreon, which you know if you're listening to this because I think we we probably share a large. Uh, most of our audience is probably listening to the Doughboys, would be my guess. Um, yeah, and if you if you like listen to both podcasts, fucking tell Patreon support that you would like it if there was a bundling option. Yep, because that's like a thing. I don't know if they're. I don't know if Pamela Boost guy is being pigheaded. I don't know if he doesn't think there's a demand. I don't know if it's if it's again just a thing where he just is. It it, it just is, it doesn't make financial sense for them to do it. But Patreon responds to fucking uh, feedback, obviously, That's, as they did yeah. when they repealed that that fee increase. So let them know that you'd be interested in some sort of option like this, especially if you're already subscribed to multiple Patreons. It just makes good sense. Um, but- yeah. But uh, but what else? I was sorry to hear about I Love You, America on Hulu. So we're waiting for the DVD on that, I'm assuming. is What else should people go look for for Nick Weiger? Because they've got Weiger fever. Yeah, I mean, I got nothing else going on. I Honestly, you covered it. I got Doughboys, and that's yeah. it. I came out here to be a writer, and now I'm a, I'm a fucking fast food critic. You know, what are you going <laughs> to do? Like, that's just like you never know. It's, it's Mr. – this is my – sadder Mr. Holland's opus. Like he wanted to be a composer and he ended up being a high school teacher, but in the end he realized he inspired, you know, all these kids. Um and also like weirdly I think almost had an affair with like one of his students, which okay. is like treated as like a sweet thing in that movie. But if you go back and watch it That's now, it, it's it's fucking weird. Yeah, movies have not aged well. Um <laughs> no. just, I think any of them. Probably just a blanket no for all movies. <laughs> It's funny when you watch like a movie and you're just like, oh, this hasn't aged well. Like, oh, when did it come out? And it's like 2009. Yeah. And you're like, not that long ago. Obama was president. That was like very recent. And this feels like so out of touch. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, but it, it, it's like that's that's my journey. I, I, I wanted to be a comedy writer and I've had some some success, but it seems like that's withering away and my time might be up and I might just be a podcaster now. And hey, that's fine. That's fine. I hope it's fine because I got. I mean, I got nothing. Yeah, we got nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> Mike. Mike at least fixes computers. I got nothing. I I wake up. I'm like, ugh. I don't know what I'm gonna do today, and that's it. I just I'm fucking gaming. Nick, gaming is the other thing, isn't that? That's terrible, isn't it? Um, I I don't know if it's terrible. I mean, I'm like I I'm like, should I do that? Like, I like playing video games. No, should no, I, no, then, no. Leave it. No, okay, no leave it. Leave it for the little guys. <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to do it. Don't horn in. Big swinging dick Nick Weiger coming in, getting all the Twitch Prime subscriptions. That's exactly what I need. God damn it. No, that's all the deterrence I need because I don't want to do it anyway. So you're saying, telling me not to do it is fine. I won't do it now. Uh, But uh, yeah, like Jack Black, that's like the thing I was mentioning earlier about like Snoop Dogg having a Patreon. Like Jack Black's on Twitch, right? Like how how long until that that space gets eaten up by by pre-existing celebs? You know what? I think it'll be good. Um, I think it'll be good to have celebrities come in and do what I do. They're going to do it better than than I do uh, with a bigger audience. It'll be more entertaining. Um, and, you know, I'll just have to look my kids in the eye and say, you know, there's no more hummus, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I look forward to that. But um, anyways, go enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Um, why not? Go get yourself a scoop, man. Come on. Boy, should I do it? Get one. It's Sunday. Scoop it up. Scoop it up, man. You've what been you, good today. You've been good. You've put in a little yeah. bit of work here. You've you've got the work week coming up, which you're going to be eating more fast food, but that's still a job. Reward yourself. <laughs> that's true. Reward yourself with a scoop. Just get a scoop of vanilla. Come on. I mean, I have been thinking about starting to date my wife again. <laughs> <laughs> 
she'd be into that, I'm sure. So, yeah, maybe I'll t- maybe I'll take my shot. There you or go. Shoot my shot. Shoot your shot with your wife. Uh, thank you, Nick. We'll hear you on Doughboys. Um, t- hopefully, I'll talk to you again soon, man. Thank you. For sure. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Jesse. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Mike and JF, this is Rita calling in, and I'm just catching up on the last few weeks of podcasts, and there was an episode where JF was trying to think of an actor's name, and apropos of nothing, Mike guessed Bernadette Peters, so I just wanted to say thanks for the little nod to all the theater gals and theater gays who listen to the pod. We love it. Well, keep it up. Love you. It was nice. It was very good. Just talking with our friend.